your favorite toy truck nerds are back. Welcome to That Scale RC Show. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back for another outstanding show. <laughs> What'd you do? What he laughed so hard he threw his he threw his back out. I'm back. Hello. I think he fell out of his I chair. I never left. I was getting up to shut my door. Oh. Uh, it smells like paint so bad because all these goddamn people that can't decide what color they want for their enduro 24 are you huffing paint over there all two colors yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) so you just so you just made both well yeah we like established this last week didn't we and we counted and everything sand one but then somebody else it was dave gustafson i think today had said that cement was the way to go or something like that so i don't know either way there's two bodies that come with the enduro 24 now they get both hope you didn't vote yeah that was i guess i wasted everyone's time didn't i yeah yeah you did (laughs) (laughs) sorry everybody sweet way to go I love having that kind of impact on people's lives. Just um, their time. So Ryan Crowley was texting me right before we started this. Um, he brought to my attention that we only have like 21 episodes until we hit 100. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I'm glad somebody keeps track of this stuff. <laughs> and, and that's what I said. I said, I said, wow. I said, I guess we have one loyal listener because that's um, hilarious. Yeah. Given that we number our episodes every week, and someone, still is pointing, someone is pointing this out to us, <laughs> and we don't even. I what are we on? Like for real? 79, 80? 80. 79. 80. 80? Yeah. 80? Really? Okay. Yeah. 80 of these. If so anyone made it this far and listened to every single one of them, like big virtual high five for them. Yeah, that's Ryan. That's Ryan Crowley. He said he's listened to every single one of them since the first one, and he's that, loved them all. That's a trooper, dude. Because I don't know if I could listen to us that much. That's more. Yeah, I <laughs> Like at some point, I would just need to kind of start metering it out over. <laughs> A few months maybe <laughs> well if i was if if i okay if i was stum- on i'll be honest if i was stumbling across our first episode like you know scrolling like i'm this you know new person in the hobby i open up my phone i'm getting you know i'm getting on itunes or spotify and i'm looking for podcasts i'm like oh, i gotta listen to every rc podcast and i came across ours i would have been like these clowns don't even know what the hell they're doing. This is like rookie hour. And I would have, that would have been it. Would have made it past the first five minutes and would have never looked back. 
To be fair, but, there were like no scale podcasts out there. That's so true. We that's are true. the originals. Well, you get you all are. I came later, but you all started the so bad. original scale show, and I started like the forty fifth show about racing. That's so, true. True. You know. I it's interesting because like on the surface we really look like we have our shit together because we've got like a logo and you know like adam watermarks pages and stuff and like it's really probably pretty deceiving for people because like i don't know we're not professional is that what you're trying to say the curtains don't match the drapes the carpet doesn't match the the curtains. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I don't know. Something. <laughs> <laughs> How does what that try- go what again? <laughs> Either way, it's probably a bit of a letdown. So. <laughs> <laughs> like super, super good at faking it. Oh well, you know, all roads lead hey, to you, Rome. Hey, but you do know, you do know, one of the oldest sayings is "fake it till you make it." So that's true. There's just so much faking and so little making. <laughs> At least it's not exclusive to us. True. What do you mean? Anyways. Shots fired. Oh. I'm lost, but I'm just going to act like I know what you're saying. Just for, <laughs> for continuity. <laughs> for, for continuity's sake, I'm just going to agree. No, I just mean RC in general. The cringy, cringy hobby of RC. The cringe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I actually got out and did a little crawling this weekend. That's good, man. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, it's been a while. I still got to still have to sit down <laughs> and uh, fine-tune the SCX 10.3, I I think I do need to just drop it down to the 11 tooth and then go into the tuning and go from there and adjust the ESC after that because it just still is just a little too fast. And I think the only other option would be to ditch that 2,700 and drop to like a 21. Or 1,900. 19's a good size too. If I'm going to stay in the brushless world, Yes. If I've, I've actually almost contemplated just putting a brushed motor in there because almost all of my rigs that are brushed seem to just work. But then again, to be fair, this is a different transmission. It's the, you know, the 10, three transmission. And I do have that gear in there that gives it, which I forget. I'm want to say it's like an almost two to one or just over like a 2.1 to one ratio whereas i think the three gear is like a 2.4 or something i don't don't know don't quote me on any of that too late honestly like i don't know i kind of struggled a little bit too when i was had a scx 10 and put a brushless system in it um part of it was because my radio was stupid um fly sky which is finally taken a crap on me so it's gone but um like as far as like brushless goes in the element rigs like i've finally figured out like how to do it it's 
you go so what i'm doing is a 3100 kv with a three cell 28 pinion 78 spur and it slow crawls super 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 smooth doesn't build up any heat and it still hauls ass so like i finally like cracked the code on it and i'm done messing around with it like i'm not going to change anything because it actually just works exactly how i want so but it's kind of not like Tekken stuff you can go in and like change the throttle curve and everything too oh so yeah no you can do the same it up. yeah you can do the same thing and that's what i've done with my um with the homes hobby stuff is i've actually changed all the throttle uh, curve actually this is my first car where the throttle curve doesn't start to like 75 percent throttle like i have it like doing barely anything until you get all the way out because i just am trying so hard to, to you know slow this thing down just because yeah. it doesn't want to do that slow crawl because it's like and it's at that point where it's like the throttle curve is so it's so i don't know if that's long low whatever you want to call it but it's it starts so late that if something stops the wheels it'll want to like not move but if i change it anymore it's like you barely give it any throttle and just wants to take off so that's what i was running into dude like that's what i was having issues with with my scx 10 too and i had rx4 and the same like 3100 kv motor and like that well, thing was so radical and i couldn't slow it down like it was just a violent power delivery dude the 31 that's a lot so I I will admit it. I made that mistake and did that in my 102, the black and gold JK. Um, that one's got a 3100, and I finally changed the gearing so much in that and did the throttle curve as well. And now it works a lot better. Um, I could still, if I want to, go wide open and it'll still haul butt down the road. But if uh, if I want to crawl, I can give it a little throttle and it'll start going. Um, and that one works great. But I also think that's because that gear ratio is a lot, you know, greater than the 10.3. So I think like the motor that I'm running, if I was running portal axles with the gear to lower the ratio in the transmission, which, which I am, and I went to the lowest pinion, which is 11, because that's got the fixed uh, motor mount. So you can only go off their in, you know, their indexes. Like, so if you got an 11. Oh, got... that's right. So if I did all of that, I think this thing would work great with the 2700. I haven't had to regear anything like the laser nut or the rift with the fixed motor plate. I haven't had to change any gearing yet. So I've never messed with that. But I'm, I don't know. I kind of don't it's, think I like it. It's a trip. Well, the cool thing about it, the only thing I like about it is you don't have to sit there and play with your mesh. It's already all for some, how they figure it out. Don't ask me, but it's all calculated. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I could see it with like the diameters and stuff. I did hear something interesting though. Um, I overheard someone saying that uh, they switched to 32 pitch gears in their axial and uh, it had way more power but axial's been 32 no i know so i don't know if you had an scx 10 one or what but i was just like the gear pitch doesn't change the power at all dude like oh you're, okay, <laughs> I'm, just, 
<laughs> it was just so funny. I'm sitting there listening like, huh, okay. <laughs> no, so basically what it comes down to is it's reliability and strength if you want the yeah, in my I opinion. Mean, because the 48, it's a finer tooth, so you got more of a chance to strip it. Whereas a 32, it's a more in my opinion, you got way more contact surface, so you're gonna have less of a chance to, you know, choose some up. I must be like one of the few people that understands gear mesh really good because all my element rigs are 48 pitch and I've never had any issues, never stripped a spur or anything like that. My drag cars are 48 pitch, no issues there. Like just, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, I've only stripped one and that was because I know it's going to sound horrible, but I think the motor shaft had a, it was, it was bent. Because, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because if you tighten, because if you were to set the mesh on one part of the gear, which I do know you're supposed to, for anybody who doesn't know this, you're supposed to check your gear mesh in like three different spots yeah, to get like right. the ideal one. But anyways, like if you were to do it on one spot, it'd be super tight. And then on the other side, it would be like barely contacting. And I think I just ran it. And then all of a sudden it just went, and that was the end of it. I mean, I haven't had issues like that since we first started i think right trav yeah just it's nice when you finally like there's little things in rc like you master you know like it it feels good when that finally happens and like something that plagues a lot of people is just no longer an issue in your life especially <laughs> dumb shit like gear mesh well my whole thing also is like i'm still the whole brushless thing is still kind of like it, new to me. Um, I've only been running brushless for probably the last two, three years, maybe. So mm -hmm. like, I just, you know, it's still something that I got to get, you know, I got to fine tune. Whereas if you pick like any of the brush setups I have, I, those to me, they're all killer. I know what to do. I know how to get them all set up the way I want them. I know what motors to pick and whatnot. Um, the brushless i'm still kind of like learning it all because i do know you can like get for instance like a 3100 uh kv and then you could go in your settings on your esc and you can like turn everything down but it's like then it kind of throws me off because you're going okay well if you're turning it down shouldn't you have ended up with a you know 2700 or a 2100 I, the power delivery is still going to be different though. Like I, I, I think a lot of it comes down to gearing, like finding that sweet spot with the gearing to work. Like, cause when I'm gearing something, I, I keep heat in mind, you know, it's like, I tend to go as tall as I can before it starts getting, before the motor starts getting hot, just because taller geared you have smoother power delivery you know it's not all jumpy off the bottom or anything and you still have a little bit of wheel speed so i always try and get away with as tall a gearing as i can without the motor getting too hot and i just i've i, I never really turned anything down you know like i just i'll play with the curve you know like what we were talking about you know i'll make the throttle curve like really really concave to where it really only starts to engage at about like a third to half trigger you know and then it'll kind of start to go but i i don't know like i i kind of do it around heat so i i don't know if that's how anybody else really does it or not but that's my system 
Yeah, my system really is just like, what am I going for? I don't really have much of a system. It's like, if I really want this thing to be a crawler, I usually pick a motor that's, you know, what I think is suitable for that application. And then I'll kind of fine tune the gearing after that. Like I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, that motor might be a little too fast. Let's, you know, mess with the gearing a little bit and go from there. But that's pretty much what I do. I don't really worry about heat. Until well, I, I... I'll start with it like stock, you know, like, because there's usually, you know, like a recommended stock pinion and it's normally anywhere from like 12 to 14 tooth and that's typically what i go with i think 48 pitch it's around 18 tooth i think i'm using 18s in most of my brush rigs but like i think whatever the manufacturer recommends is kind of like a good starting point and then play with it from there but like always 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 watch your temperatures though when you're doing that stuff I, i've always found for at least for me my sweet spot is usually two to three under what the comes with from factory oh geared lower Mm-hmm. you're just a beard. it just it no it just seems to work better for me like i like the torque i like the way it crawls i like the controllability of it where because like for instance okay the axial scx 10 3 i believe the kit came with a 16 tooth pinion which i just feel is way too high that's that's for somebody who's going to put a 35 turn in and they're going to like kind of bash with it and they're going to just like all right i'm going to go for it and just do whatever um i think a good starting point for that car like if it was still with portals everything 14 ish would probably be good and yeah, um, i think that's what i used in my two i think that's good just to give it a little just like i said i like to see a little more torque out of it um something's wrong with travis What's Travis doing over here? He's having a giggle fit or something. What's he giggling at? Oh, you guys could hear that? Yeah. Well, yeah, we could hear it. Why did you forget think to move your mic? Uh, interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. I saw something funny. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, it's because I've... Using the wrong microphone. One sec. Oh my god! And he's the technologically proficient one. Well, the it sound it'll no difference on the podcast. All right, is that different now? Sounds the same to me. Um, I don't know. Giggle again. Let's see. Nope, I don't hear the giggling. That was like a tee hee hee. That isn't a giggle. I was trying to suppress it because I saw something funny. You, still, well, you did a bad job. I thought I was muted, but I'm still trying to be quiet. Anyways, that's all right. Couldn't hear it on the show, at least. You've completely ruined the flow that we had going. Man. The mojo. I know. God damn it. Um, which made me lose my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> talking about diff grease. No, we weren't. Uh, opinions. <laughs> Not opinions, but opinions. Um, yeah, I like I said, that's just my go-to. Um, so yeah, I just would like to get a little more to get that slow crawl going where it doesn't like want to like cog out. But the one funny thing though is because I have the way I have everything adjusted in the ESC, and it's and it works out quite well. So it almost sounds like the thing's supercharged because it's got this whine to it because like the motor wants to start going, but you have it so 
adjusted that it doesn't really do much until you know you get through the power curve or the throttle curve and uh elio was like dude does that thing have a rip supercharger in it because it's a jeep oh yeah so i said up close i said it just doesn't do the the funny blow off sounds when you let off the throttle like my nose my nose is a perfect like wastegate noise maker (laughs) (laughs) my my blow off valve noise making nose blowing so you need to get um you need to get you need to record yourself doing that once and then you need to get one of those uh sound modules for your car i have one and then program it in there for that and then it just every time you let off the throttle dude that would be so funny because you can go in and edit the sounds yeah that would be pretty funny i should do that but i don't know how because i'm not smart i'm not technologically proficient like travis well your technologically proficient son should be able to do it for you should but he doesn't even know what microphone he's using yeah that's true god what what am i doing he's been sitting here on the wrong one this whole time how many microphones do you have why do you need multiple well because the webcam has one built in oh i keep that thing unplugged because i don't trust the nsa for whatever reason mine lights up but it's in use so i know yeah i know dude but i've seen movies and they can do like to where it doesn't they hack it they go in and they hack your webcam and the, the light doesn't come on. Jay's afraid that he's going to be changing and they're going to be watching him through the webcam. That's not true. The light does come on. No one just ever looks. I look because I'm super paranoid about the NSA. Okay. <laughs> hey, did you guys see that Terry Crews is a porn addict? What? Yeah. And how does what does that have to do with the NSA? So why did you? What? He came out. Well, because, I mean, it's like the whole point I mean, of the internet is to look at porn and webcams <laughs> and stuff, you know? So it's like, obviously, that's the next subject that I bounce to from webcams. Is, is that why you're afraid of the NSA? Basically. Are you a porn addict? No, I'm not. I've managed to function without... Then what, are you so, then what are you so afraid of? I don't know. I just unplug it because... You see that in movies where they <laughs> spy on people. <laughs> All right. And they log Jesus your keystrokes and stuff too for your passwords. I mean, Google just, ha- I mean, I, I was doing this today because I set up a new Google account. If you just go to your settings in Google, it has all of your passwords just listed. Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was kind of <laughs> funny. It was convenient. I think that's how I actually, yeah, that's how I got you the information for USPS for our login for shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I just went to the list. I'm like, oh, there it is. Yeah, it's really convenient. Yeah, because you just type, you type your pin in and you're good to go. Yeah. But yeah, he's a porn addict too. So yeah, no, really I was like, I just, I just had to Google that. Did it come up or did I just see a bullshit site? No, it came up. It says right here. Well. It is from well, no, it's on like three different play, things. It's uh, well, no, two. Black Sports Online and Lad Bible. I think it was Lad Bible is what I saw it on. Lad Bible still around. Yep. They have some not such 
newsworthy things and then once in a while like terry cruz they've got just a huge bomb they're dropping on society and plus where do you make like the distinction of addict versus a healthy appreciation for it (laughs) well Like, I guess I'm assuming if it interferes with your daily activities, like eating, you don't, maybe you don't appreciate those things as much. I don't know. I guess it depends on, on perspective. Like, do you just not go to the store because you can't quit looking at porn? Like, how much do you appreciate your porn? A fair amount. I mean, I, <laughs> I'm particular. It's like I I have like my taste that I like, and that's it, you know. But I'm not like just porn in general, just stoked on. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey. You want <laughs> you asked a question? I'm giving you an answer. I I didn't ask that. I no. <laughs> Adam did. Well, because you're the one who brought this whole thing up. We're talking about first we were talking about opinions, then we're talking about the NSA, and now all of a sudden he's on some porn kick. Completely. Because it was Terry Crews, dude. He's one Why of my favorite this? actors. But I still have not figured out the correlation between NSA and Terry Crews. It's it's only because I had picked up my phone and I'm scrolling through and I'd seen the Lad Bible thing in the stories, and that's why I jumped to it. I'm not ah. I mean I'm random, but not that random. <laughs> There's usually some sort of like visual cue or something that makes me change directions. Squirrel. (laughs) Kind of. Porn. (laughs) (laughs) That's bad. That's why he picked up his phone. <laughs> he was going to start scrolling while he was on the, doing the podcast. Oh, God, that's funny. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, well, I can't news. find it now. Damn it. Terry Crews let me down. <laughs> Unlike the porn. I think that now, like, everybody's so anti-shaming and stuff. You could probably, like, out yourself over just about anything, and, like, everybody's going to be like, oh, he's so brave. Such uh, a brave I don't person. know about that. He's facing his demons. And he's facing something. The screen. Yeah. Dog's barking. <sighs> we did oh, ask dang. a question tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. We can. should we should talk about those. Let me go read the question though, because I forgot to copy and paste that because I didn't make the post this week. Stupid. Yeah. Okay. Jay had asked if you could have one wish for a product not currently offered. What would it be? A certain body, a particular license scale tire, your favorite one-to-one wheel shrunk down to a tiny truck size. We were not doing a. Uh, market research here by the way no we weren't i was just curious because i wanted to know what people like (laughs) let's see all right Um, yeah adam you go first well honestly my whole thing is i just want to see more of like what's offered in the one-to-one world brought into the scale world because like for instance like we've seen 
the king shocks have been brought over to the scale world, but the the scale version suck. Um, like it's like Whoa. it's really it's really ironic because it's like king in the off road world is really good. Like their shocks are top notch. You get the RC four wheel drive king and they're garbage. They don't. They're really not that great. They're leaky. They're supposedly they tried to make them not leak as bad. Supposedly, <laughs> I don't know. I've always <laughs> seen them be pretty leaky. But uh, I mean, it's just like I'd like to see some more stuff like that. Like you know, because um, we haven't seen anyone bring Fox into the scale world. Um, the only people basically... that have was Axial. They just threw a sticker on the window well, of the 2017 JK. Like that was it. They didn't even do like reservoir stickers or print on the body like they did the icon ones like yeah well i mean the icon ones are pretty cool i get it they were just a chrome body with a sticker on it but still that's all you're really going to get out of this it's not like they're going to put you know oh, yeah, no, know. in their scale shocks but it'd be cool though if they actually did try and make them like look you know look the part that would be exactly rad. so i'd like to just that's something i would like to see um and uh yeah i guess that's pretty much it because i mean there are oh i guess my other big pet peeve is broadening the the scale tire horizon you know like they always we always see a lot of bf goodrich uh i mean proline makes them i think rc4 will drive has some yeah they do too now which is weird there's like three companies that sell licensed bfgs like how does that which work? I, that's what I'm saying. But then you don't see any of the license. Like, I'm sorry. Some of the most popular tires in the world are the Toyo Open Country Mud Trains. You see those everywhere you look. And nobody makes a scale version. That's true. The closest thing is there were these tires. I think, was it RC4 Wheel Drive? Or was it like some offshoot brand? They made something called like the Compass or something like that. And it was the oh, closest yeah, I think I that I've ever seen. But other than that, nobody makes a scale. It's like, why hasn't anyone like reached out and said, hey, Toyo, we're going to make scale tires? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. They're one of the most popular tires out there. Well, you, the, what? Oh, I was just going to say, there's a knockoff company that makes the pro comps that I used to have on my regular truck, my real one. And I, I, I don't even remember who it was now, but I mean, like I first saw them years ago, like it's dead on like pro comp tires like you can see like the same like side lug pattern and stuff's the same i mean they look like the real deal but it was just some generic tire like it wasn't even like a real brand or anything i mean just a little extra effort and they could have had something you know what i mean like approached pro comp and been like hey check it out yeah no i agree i mean and that's the other thing too you know procom being owned by Wheel parts you'd be i'm surprised Wheel parts hasn't tried to like enter the the scale game i mean because that's a slam dunk because nobody can freaking get a hold of them dude i have been trying to get a hold of them for months now and can't get through huh. people think rc companies are hard to get a hold of dude it's nothing compared to one-to-one companies interesting yeah, it's kind of crazy. But, like, I mean, there's stuff like that. I mean, that I guess I'm just being – maybe I'm being too picky. But, like, I mean, there's a lot of great, you know, tire companies out there. And I think the same ones are the only ones that ever get replicated. 
Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like what we have three, three different versions of the BFG all terrain. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, we got really big ones from Axial, really kind of small ones from Proline, and RC Four Wheel Drive has the last model before they went to the new side lug pattern. Yep. They have like what they're not KO2s. What are they? I think they're I just KOs. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. So yeah, no, I agree. And that's like it's like they've, you know, people have redone that numerous times. It's the um, uh what's another com- what's another one that's been redone a lot? Um the swampers. I mean boggers. There's like a couple different boggers. Well, there's ones that really look like the boggers, and there's ones that don't look anything like the bogger, but they yeah. call the boggers. Then there's the knockoffs. Um, I mean, it's just like there's, and I get it. Those are some of the biggest names in the you know game, and they've been around you know forever, and everybody's heard of those companies. But it's like there's there's a lot of other great companies out there. Um, like I said, I think. Um, Cooper Tire is another one that, you know, they make some great tires and nobody wants to, you know, replicate those. Um, there are other great tires other than the Nitto um, Trail Grapplers. You know, they have a couple other. I love how those look. Well, the Trail Grapplers do look good, but I'm saying the Mud Grapplers are, are a pretty nice looking tire, but nobody makes. The yeah, that's gra- true. You would think they would. And um, I am a fan of their Ridge Grappler only because I had them on my last truck. Um, I think, you know, making some of those tires, you know, would fill a void. But, um, you know, and like I said, Toyo, big brand. Nobody replicates any of their stuff. Um, I see now Falcon is starting to get a little more uh, recognition. Um, What's up? What's another company? There's one. Oh, the other tires that are really big right now are the Fury, um, whatever Hunter MTs or something like that. Um, I'm just surprised nobody's been like, "Hey, these are." Cause I know in the real world because they're, you know, kind of uh, on the more budget friendly side. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they haven't, you know, brought those over to the scale just because of the popularity. But that's just me. I bought a set of RC four-wheel drive, Mickey Thompson, MTXs. Mm-hmm. Is that what they are? I, I feel like I don't know. Well, they're your tires. You should know. Um, Google it really quick. I forget. It's a, lot, it's a lot to keep track of. Oh, tell me about it. They're really... Baja Pro X, I think, is what they are. Let's see. Yeah, the Baja Pro X. I have the RC four-wheel drive version of those, and they look absolutely gnarly. They look very, very similar to the real ones, which is cool. They're a neat-looking tire, though. Like, they're really cool. It's not something I would have expected. Like, I I don't know. Maybe I... It seems like Mickey Thompson and Dixie Peck are kind of like brands that people don't really talk about in scale rc you know but unless RC it's just the people drive, i roll with but rc foil drive has been making their their tires they made the dick cpec what is it the 
open whatever they call them the wild or fun country, country or fun, something like that yeah that whatever their mud train is they've made they do rc world drive does have that and they also do the mickey thompson i mean i remember running their baja claws before they came out with the xl ones years ago wow I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like, I think that's one of the things that I've kind of enjoyed, like in like post pro line life is just been able to get some tires that normally I never would have checked out, you know? Yeah. Like I'm kind of enjoying that a little bit. Like I really, really like those Baja pro X's like they just, they're just an evil looking tire. They're really cool. Well, it's funny now that you brought that up, I'm like torn. I might have to get a set of those for, um, one of my jeeps dude don't they look good well no because um there's a full-size jeep that i follow uh mischief maker and she's got those on her jeep really Mm-hmm. oh they have a 4.19 version too yep wow those are like the perfect tire for that trail finder in the picture Mm-hmm. you see that on google the picture from rpp Oh, no, I'm looking at RC4 drives. Oh, it's, yeah, there's a picture of a red trail finder. I think it's the Marlin, actually, because it's got round headlights, but it's got um, Walker Evans wheels on it and then 4.19 Baja Pro Xs, and it is a really, really good-looking trail finder. Yeah. Looks like Pellegrino has them on a Jeep, too, on one of the Generate Jeeps that's yeah that pops up here too i've seen them a lot like i've been watching a lot of rock bouncing and stuff on youtube and i've seen quite a few of those dudes running mickey thompson's like a surprising number of people running those i don't know it's just cool there's a lot of stuff out there and like we've said it before like it people get so hung up on sponsorship and stuff. You can really limit yourself creatively because there's so much cool stuff out there. Oh, I know. Like having the freedom to do whatever you feel like is rad. Um, Anyways. Yeah. We kind of went off on a tangent there about tires. Well, the question, well, did you, I didn't catch, did you, did you answer what, what would be the one thing you could have? That doesn't For matter. For me? Yeah. Um, driver figures that aren't stupid. Why with all the 3d printing and everything else that's going on and the amazing 3d modeling shit that people are doing, why do we not have driver figures with clothes on them at least, you know, and it, <laughs> like just, like why is that so hard okay here's here's the idea that i have for that and i'm surprised nobody else has come up with this because you know as soon as they do they'll make a freaking killing i'm surprised nobody's come up with the idea yet that there's it's a generic like figure like you said that you know gets printed out you know keep it simple it's got like there's three different versions for the shirt like you know one could be a short sleeve one could be like a you know, a jacket and the other one could be whatever, just to keep it simple. So you're not having these people that are like, well, I want the corduroy, you know, whatever. And making it difficult, just you have three options. And then you can upload a picture of your head and they can 3D print that 
you know, scan it through their software or whatever, and then 3D print it. I mean, if somebody could come up with that, they make a killing. Yep. I don't because understand it, dude. Who doesn't want their scale self driving their rig? Right, which is cool. Like, I think um, Exclusive RC, like, did that for some people, but they weren't posable. Like, he did Dan Wilson at Vanquish had a figure of himself made, and I can't remember who else, but like they're not you know like posable or anything so you still couldn't really have it drive your car it's more like you know a figure for a scale garage or whatever but like just i don't know like that just seems like such a simple thing you know and like have like a casual version and a race version where the guy's wearing a driver's suit and has a helmet that you can take on and off like dude somebody would just make a killing you know like you're saying selling driver figures that don't suck because mm-hmm. the wrestlers are just so lame. Just well, here, here's the thing. The hard part that I always had with the wrestlers, because I have ran a couple of them, and I currently have a couple of them in a couple of my rigs. I try to look for the ones that aren't making a weird face, are clothed, and um, they kind of like just fit the part. Like, actually, I'm using a undertaker from when he was like more of like a normal dude you know not with like the eyes rolling in the back of his head and whatever and i have that as the driver for my tow truck and it fits perfectly he doesn't look he doesn't really look like a wrestler he's not making a weird face he's just like there um and then i there was another one that i was using and he works as well because the same thing. He just looks kind of like normal. There's no weird faces. He's clothed. Um, yeah. Doesn't have the so, knee pads on. Doesn't have his elbow pads on while he's driving. Yeah. This is just so dumb, dude. Like, I don't know. I'm surprised nobody's come up with that, but that's mine. What about you, Trav? What's yours? Reliant Robin. <laughs> what? it's a british three-wheeled car from like the 60s or 70s yeah they were pretty sweet notoriously tippy and rolling over if you breathe on them wrong i i want one like at some point in my life i want to acquire one (laughs) who was the dude that just laid it down in one was it ken block oh i don't know that just straight up rolled it for him I probably it was on top gear, but yeah, I, I want to say like Ken block or somebody just got in it and it's just like, screw it. I'm going for it. And just rolled the thing. They're a, a hideous car. I don't know. You might want to Google them, Adam. They're pretty funny. What was it called again? A reliant Re- Robin. A Robin. What a British cars are so funny. What a dainty sounding name. A Robin. <laughs> it's dainty delicate it sounds delicate oh yeah that thing i've seen yeah huge shit piece no i'm surprised i'm surprised they didn't try and like reverse it and put the one wheel in the back and the two in the front oh they did 30 years later and it still sucked it's better it's better now but and somewhere along the line can-am's like hey let's make something like that but for fat people to sit on and pretend that they have a motorcycle <laughs> t-rex is it the t-rex or the spider i don't know you know t-rex 
It's that it's, stupid thing with the freaking... It's the T-Rex. Well, KTM has one, too. Their slingshot. Which they yes. would name it after Borat's bikini. Sickos. Uh, those, Aust- those Austrians are funny. Okay. All right. Into the listener uh, responses. Um, Jared Bluen, he says, Les Schwab, Wild Country, um, MT retreads. Then he says, I believe back in the day they made a 34 by 9, uh, 9.5, so that scale down would be rad. Then he said, more Toyota bodies um, between the Hilux and the Tacoma 89 to 90 pickup would be nice. Yeah, I could see that. Guy Morris, he said, really scaled Jeep Commando, an old school Wagoner. Yeah, that would be rad. That or a Jeepster. A Jeepster would be really cool, too. <laughs> Um, Brian Catton said Cooper tires. Yep. Um, Chris Joe says, uh, <laughs> I wish bodies were designed proportionately. I can get by. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a Ranger shouldn't be the same as a Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, uh, he's so correct on that. So this is why I always hated truck bodies because like you put a Dodge on next to a, you know, a two door Jeep and the Jeep's as big as the, of Dodge doesn't make any sense. Are you buy a J Concepts Ford F two fifty and it's smaller than a Proline Hilux, <laughs> <laughs> or the or just the the Gladiator, the Sadiator? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he also asks when he can come again. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, Jeremy Kim. He says, I would like to see more scale transmissions that can be used in different brands of trucks. They're out there. They're just horribly expensive. Mm-hmm. Nick Russo, a 73 to 75 K5 Blazer with optional top, like Axial 69 K5 Blaze. Yep. Hey, you know what? We do need to kind of give it up for Axial, though, because they made the C10 and that Blazer big. They did. Yes. They did. They did, they did a good job. So. Those, were, those were good. Yeah. Um, Shane Inness, he says, I really like the idea of the Proline metric scale body with tons of 3D printable custom- customization options. I wish there were more licensed models with perfected 3D files to buy and print at home like the Night Customs has. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's working on it. He's got a lot of stuff that you can get. I mean, the UMG body and the um, Trail Runner. He's got a million different, like, Forerunner type parts for the trail runner and then there's the metric i mean he's on it but like i i see what he's saying like with the metric because it's kind of like a blank slate you know like yeah. you get it you have to kind of pick everything that goes on it that is a very very cool body though i do like that one a lot um Ed Wenger, he says, Proline interiors, why in the world would they discontinue production of the only option for a detailed interior aside from making one from scratch? I know, dude, three of them, and they discontinued them all. That's insane. It's too bad. They either have a really good reason or they're just really out of touch. It's one or the other. I don't think, I don't get it. Um, Jeb Bolton says, um, that pickup truck, Lexan bodies, had full deep beds to actually put things in. It had been 90s Ford Bronco hard body. Yeah, I can get behind both of those. 
Uh, Jared Bluen says, drag car interior. I don't have time to learn to go super fast, so I might as well look scale going just regular <laughs> fast. <laughs> if, you can tr- if you can track it down, the Yeti score interior, the Yeti score trophy truck interior will fit short course bodies. So it trying to find one's a difficult part, but Jared could do that, and he would have drivers with helmets on. Oh, there you go. Um, Travis Mink says, can we get Axial to repop the power wagon, please? To what? To repop the power wagon. I don't know what repop means, but I'm assuming bring it back. Axial had a power wagon? Did they? I don't know. Is that what he said? Not, Axial? Yeah, no, he, he said Axial. It's not ringing a bell huh. for me, but I guess I'd probably be the least likely to I... know. Axial didn't have a power. Oh, you know what he's talking about? He's talking about the B17 Betty body. Everyone calls that the power. Oh, okay. Ah. I I just remembered now because yeah. Oh yeah, we talked about this. Supposed to be like a Willys or something. It's like a cross between the two. I mean, it's got the it's not really a power wagon because if you actually look at the windows, they're very thin and like squinted in the front where the power wagon, I believe is a little more taller in the front of the cab. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm not really a Mopar guy. So you ask me the Chevy questions. I'll be able to answer those all day long. I took everything I had not to just blurt out Mopar or no car in some ridiculous voice just now. Like you have no idea the self-control that I just exercised. Stink silly. Just do it. Just it do was it. hard. Just do it. I, do it. I can't. Let her, no, you have, to, you have, have to. You have no, to. No, because it's not authentic now. Letter rip tater chip. Not authentic. I'll show you authentic. Coward. Wow. Yes, I am. All right. Um, um, God, every week he comments and I can't say his last name. Um, say his first name. Say ben, his initial. Benjamin. Benjamin D. You should you should message us at some point and tell me how to pronounce it so that way I can actually say your name. Um, first Gen Dakota, I had a 96 that I wanted to do so much and I never could. I bet he could find somebody to 3D print one of those. Yeah, that's an interesting. It's point, a lot actually. of work, but there's actually a lot of different 3D printed bodies that you can get, but you just run into issues like windshields and headlight lenses and stuff that ends up being difficult. Yeah, so I'll that's another thing I'll bring up. So like for instance, this weekend I actually got to see that um Disco 2 body that Todd printed out for Elio, and it's mm-hmm. like the same thing. This goes to to like the talk that we always have. Why can't somebody just have a normal like scaling system to figure out these bodies because like this body is quote unquote in one tenth scale, but it's almost as big as the 10, three gladiator. Oh my God. And it's for what a discovery. Yeah. Really? What's he doing? Trying to make like the new bright one that Chris has or whatever. Is that Chris that has one? So I thought Chris, Chris, Chris Trudeau, I thought he had a new bright oh. disco on AR60. Um, this one was, um, he's just trying to mimic because he's got a disco now. He sold the ZJ and he's got a disco. Oh, okay. He wanted to make a scale replica, but the thing's huge. Like, and the, the, the crazy thing too is 
the wheel wells are actually they they sit nice around the falcon wild peaks that they're you know that he's going to put on it and i'm just going that's what blows my mind it's like that fits perfectly but the body's ginormous those tires are like four sevens they're yeah. huge yeah wow that's wild yeah the scale thing bugs me i'm glad i'm not the only one that's just super picky about that yeah I, yeah <laughs> i mean i understand it because you can't just readily just make all these ridiculous wheelbases and stuff i mean track width's easy enough with like hubs and stuff but i mean you can start running into handling issues going too radical with that but i mean i don't know like that cen truck the f450 like that's great and i'm sure it's like proportioned correctly and everything too I don't know. Just how yeah. about they just stop being afraid to make big giant cars? That's yeah. really kind of the only way around it. I mean, you can't do it all based off a wheelbase because then, you know, it's like what everybody says. It ends up looking stupid. Yeah. And that's the, like, I get that, you know, all the time because, like, I want to bring out um, my Claude body build, but the thing's tinier than my 10 3. You know, actually they axial got the gladiator right too they did proline didn't but axial definitely did oh proline's is an embarrassment i'm glad i can finally say that that is the worst goddamn thing i've ever seen them produce was that body oh my god because and i'm not slamming them i'm just being honest like somebody signed off on that like the hood's round like it, it doesn't even look right i mean if i was jeep i would have been pissed about it well here's the thing Proline did what cares. well like what they looked at it from a I guess user stand standpoint or viewpoint is kind of like how I'm interpreting it because like if you think about it they dwarfed everything and made everything work to make it a uh 12-3 um wheelbase instead of yeah. going hey look we know that this is not going to work. We need to stretch the wheelbase a little bit. You know, there's, they could have said, and, and they could have done it super simple too. They could have just said, Hey, look, to get it closer, we're going to have to stretch it out to, we'll make it a 12.5 or a 12.6 wheelbase, you know, just to, or even just 12, to, eight, like the Traxxas, it would have fit all the Traxxas rigs in. But, and then all you'd have to do is, yeah, okay, oh, well, the people who are running a 12.3 rig is going to have to figure out how to stretch their wheelbase, which is not that hard. But it's like, why couldn't you guys come up with something like that? It's just like, to me, that's I, aggravating because it's like, yeah. you just look at it. It's because it's, it's like, a Jeep and because they made it. So they know people will buy it. That's it. Well, I understand the logistics of why they did it the way they did. It just doesn't mean I have to like it. Cause the axial one smokes their effort. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Sean Rusin says, uh, Jordan Pellegrino 98 Ultra 4 Rock Racer. That is a pretty mean-looking rig. I, I have no idea who makes that chassis either, but it's cool-looking. It looks like a cross between, like, a Jimmy's IFS rig and a UFO. Like, they had a baby. <laughs> Um, Travis Angle says a 97 to 02 forerunner and hard body. Yeah, that would be cool. 
And Dan Sutherland says, good question. I don't know. Maybe seeing more <laughs> scale beam suspension trucks like what Weasel Motorsports makes. It would be awesome to see this style of vehicle more mainstream. Yeah, that is pretty sick. I I wasn't familiar with those guys before he commented and tagged them, so I looked at I looked at that Weasel Motorsports. I followed page. them too. It's rad. It's, I never I can't believe I never heard about it. It's badass. Yeah. So like, good. Doing the twin I-beam suspension like what the a lot of the pre-runners and trophy trucks have is sick. Yeah, I need to spend more time looking at that page because it looks pretty dialed. Yeah, dude can fab. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I hadn't heard of them either. I mean, I've seen like 3D printed versions and then Elio had a uh that really cool axial um Ford F one hundred, I think it was. He had twin I beams on that. He just sold that. Really? Was it twin I beam? No, the IFS one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's still IFS, but it's like beams though. No, but what I'm saying is this one's um he the the bronco that he put the element ifs on he got rid of that one. Oh, okay i gotcha yeah the beam one i'd be sad if he got rid of that because that thing turned out sick that's another really good body but i've never seen it in person i've never seen somebody that owns one of those axial ford fords oh that was it for uh answers though We should do more uncomfortable silences. Yeah. <laughs> more uncomfortable silences. Why? I don't know. I think we have a healthy amount. Just enough yeah. so everybody is like on board with the program. Like they don't know if it's a dramatic pause or just an uncomfortable silence. I think they always know it's not a dramatic pause. <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. The fastest car in the world. You didn't wait long enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, he like meters it out. He like counts to ten or something. Oh, <laughs> uh, no one probably like two people know what we're talking about when we make Top Gear references. Maybe so. Old top real gear. Top Gear, real not top gear. not stupid ass American Top Gear, not Top Gear with not presenters even, not that even aren't current, car people. I say not even current Top Gear. I don't even think those guys are car people. Um, oh, I don't know. They change the lineup every year now, so I can't. Oh, do they that. really? They've changed it so many times because lo and behold, it it doesn't work. Can't imagine that, why. I just that show died for me as soon as the Holy Trinity left. Yeah, I got recommended a bunch of those videos recently where they were asking the other presenters like what they were going to do after Jeremy got fired. And they were asking, like, are you, <laughs> I was like, hey, are you going to, you know, going to continue working on Top Gear and just finding your replacement? And they're all like, well, <laughs> he's, he's quite a knob, but we actually <laughs> enjoy working with him. So <laughs> doubtful. Dude, the guy's hilarious, dude. Were you ever a Top Gear fan, Adam? Um, Honestly, no, I never really watched the British one. I did watch the American one a little bit when it was the what was his what were the guys? It was Adam, what's his name? Oh um, yeah. Those ones to me were a little entertaining. Like I watched the one where they got in like the three different trucks and they like went across Alaska from one point to the other and they could only put certain things on their trucks and 
you know, and, and if their truck broke down, the only way they continue was to have to drive the Toyota, which nobody wanted to drive the Toyota. They all, oh, were- yep. That's a definitely like a thing they did on the British show too. But like, it was like, I watched that, but then like, I kind of fell out of it. Cause here's the thing. And I know this sounds weird. I'm not really a big car guy. I can appreciate like American muscle cars, but I'm not a big car person. Like I, that's just, I've never been a car person. I've always been a truck person. So like, if it was a total thing about trucks, I'd probably be glued to it, but that's just how I roll. I've only owned like two cars in my entire life and everything else has been trucks, but like, I love cars. You would think I would own more, but they're just not like practical for me, but I'm surprised you don't have a Subaru. No, I would never get a Subaru. Why not? They're just, I don't know, mostly now just because of the stigma and how much I make fun of people that own them. Because I could see it wrapped out SOR. You'd be doing, you drifting to your next, you know, RC event. Vaping happily. (laughs) (laughs) You could have the cool colored mud flaps. God. I don't know. I mean, I get it, dude. Everybody has their thing and let them enjoy their thing, but God damn it. I'll be, I'll be honest. I wanted to, I did talk to Michelle about getting a Subaru back in the day um, just to have something that was a little more quote unquote practical, but yeah. Yeah, I can get that, but I don't know. You know, like for me, driving is like every bit as much a source of entertainment as it is a tool for getting places, you know? So like, I, I don't know, like I, I've always wanted to drive something that I like, you know, and that like I'm excited about and enjoy. So I don't know. You need to watch the British version though. It's great, dude. They're filthy old men. They have some really funny, like dirty comments and stuff that they make on there. Like there's a lot of good jokes. It's pretty great. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll be honest. I really don't watch a lot of TV. Well, some people don't really like British humor either. Like my mother does not really understand British humor necessarily, but she liked that show, which was surprising to me. And she's not even a car person. Like she just liked it because of their personalities and how funny they are. Yeah. Like it's kind of the same thing. Like I was kind of stoked when Diesel Brothers came out, but then I never watched after the first season. Yeah. Because it was just so unpractical. I think that's what they lost. I've never watched a show. I've never watched a single episode of it. I feel like I saw as plenty. I mean, granted, like, I feel like every other toolbox I've ever seen has a Diesel Brothers sticker on it. So I feel like I know the show well now. My whole thing with that was like, it was like so predictable. They'd be like, oh, we're going to start the next build. And it's, you know, they're like, we're going to start off. We're going to do a subframe. We're going to get it rolling on 40s. And it's like, okay, rolling on 40s. <laughs> every freaking truck needs Sick. to roll on 40s. Like. What about the what about the trailer mirrors? The trailer mirrors? That was only how on the. Cut up the tow mirrors. Don't they put tow mirrors on everything? No. Oh, Most of the rigs already come with tow mirrors unless, like, oh. for instance, they bought. They bought the one that had the, because ironically, the tow mirrors we see now today, um, they've actually like evolved because 
for instance, like Chevy, when they came out with their first tow mirrors, they were. I would be careful using the term evolved when <laughs> referring to tow mirrors. Hey, just hear me out here, it's and then you'll understand what I'm talking backwards. about. Okay, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. Okay. So in the early 2000s, when Chevy came out with their tow mirrors, it looked just like the normal car mirror, but it had like an accordion thing between the part where it mounts to the body and the mirror, so you can like pull like pull it outward so you can see whatever's going on. But it was still looked like the normal like truck mirror that you would see on the 1500. I think I remember those, yeah. And it was ugly as hell. Then they came out with the first version of the like the two bar with the mirror, oh, but it was with still the telescoping arms. Yeah, but it still looked like the car mirror and they were like angled upwards. It looked really weird. Almost like like bat ears, just like, you know, it's like they were weird. And then they finally turned into more what I call truck mirrors, similar to like what I have on my truck, which come factory. Um, Dodge is in their own world of themselves um, and I'm sorry to any Dodge fanboys that I've offended with this statement but I'm not sorry it's, it's like if they ever can't it's like those the mirror okay their mirrors flip up but it's like the thing that's always cracked me up about that is that's the one mirror that you see up more then it's down. Oh and, yeah. Oh yeah. It, and That's what's funny true. is, okay, that'd be like me taking my mirrors because they telescope out and just pulling them out and driving around like that forever. You it should. makes no sense. I don't even do it when I got a freaking trailer behind me. It's the goofiest trend I've seen in a very long time. Honestly, I feel it's every bit as ridiculous as the little star and heart exhausts that we covered last episode. <laughs> Like I think it's right up there with that. It's just because yeah. it's just because horns. And I hope I made somebody mad by saying that. <laughs> I hope I did. Nah, it's just stupid looking. I don't get it. It's something that just confuses me. All these dudes thinking they're running around big rigging. Yeah. They're, Ken, they're Kenworths. And I don't know if it's just an up here thing too, but like, dude, like like Dodge Ram owners that have diesels are very aggressive drivers. Like I think that's everywhere. The, they I don't know why they're so angry, but man, they fuck they mob around like they've got something to prove. Same with minivan drivers are right there too. Like just hauling ass everywhere. And if you have a truck, they will pass you to show off their ride. Like it's just ridiculous. It doesn't matter what I'm in. Sometimes it's it's more my mood. I'll drive aggressively if I'm like late or somebody pisses me off or I drive like a grandma. Brutal. I rarely speed. I'm very careful. I usually wait way too long trying to pull out into traffic because I'm a poor speed. I'm a poor judge of distance. <laughs> Man, I mean I speed like everywhere. I'm your dad. You're not supposed to say that. I I got places to go, man. Like home from work. <laughs> Actually, I, places, I just now started doing. See. I just now started doing 75 on the freeway. Everywhere. <laughs> Hell yeah! Dude. Are you serious? 
just now dude like i'm not kidding like i set my cruise control to the speed limit and that's it like even on the island because like the sheriffs here on the island like to hide and it's either 35 or 50 everywhere and so it's like just it is a preventative measure i just kick on cruise control like everywhere that i go Uh, and i just set it right at the speed limit that way i don't get any tickets i'm never gonna get pulled over for doing five over and if i do i'm not getting a ticket (laughs) So <laughs> I'll do five it's, over, maybe seven, maybe eight. Dude, yeah. you'll be doing 75 and like people will be like practically oh, running you over and oh, leaving yeah. you in the dust. Like 75 is not fast up here anymore. No, it's not. Yeah. When I get home. Well, on all the roads that I take to get home, unless it's 405, it's like 35 or 40. Like I'm, I'm not doing that. So, dude, 405 is such bullshit. I hate that freeway so bad. I get to do it on the daily. Yeah, it's awesome. the worst like right as it starts like it's bad where it meets 90 and it's bad where it comes into it's, like well it's because it's area. it's because it's two lane just like seattle like as soon as you get into downtown seattle it's like two lanes like yeah no shit there's traffic there's nowhere to go yeah exactly so everything is an exit only for like 10 miles and then you just lose all your lanes yeah it's the same thing that happens here everything's an it's either an exit only or it's an express lane and you have to pay ten dollars to use it yeah, it's not, it's ridiculous. I like almost exclusively use back roads going to or from work unless there's like no traffic on 405 just because I can't stand it. I hate waiting at the meter. I'd rather just drive through downtown. Oh, okay. Can I just pull a, a, a J for a second? Yeah. That depends if it's good or bad. Yeah, squirrel. Totally, totally <laughs> off, off the. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm scrolling through Facebook to see if there's anything like to bring up to talk about. And there's a talk show uh, personality that I, that I follow. Like, or she has a podcast. Her name's Dana Lash. And I'm scrolling through, and every once in a while, they'll have a she'll have a video of her doing her podcast, and you can see she's wearing a Slayer sweatshirt. Rad. I had no clue this woman listened to Slayer. She probably doesn't. The Kardashians wear Slayer shirts and shit too, and they don't listen to them. The Kardashians are a waste of space. You're ruining what, the immersion. Does this chick, do you think she actually listens to metal? I don't know. It's possible. What's her podcast about? I could tell you if she listens to Slayer or not. Um, all right. She's a She's a very conservative person. Let's put it that way. She might listen and, to Slayer then. Very pro to a hmm. probably listens to Slayer then. If not Slayer, at least Megadeth. Ew, stop. <laughs> you know I'm right. The soulless ginger that is Dave Mustaine. <laughs> Extra mean... heavy emphasis on stain when you say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. I've never been a Megadeth fan. I've always been a Metallica fan. I like the last like good Megadeth album was Euthanasia, and that's it. It it all turned to shit after that. There's only ever really like three good ones, in all fairness. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the three that were good were really good, but Beast Cells was kind of good. Yeah, it was a good album. I don't know. Regardless. Okay, that was my uh, squirrel moment. There you go. I bet she listens to Slayer. I do. Good for her. Maybe I'll listen to her podcast now. 
Okay. Yeah, it's just called the Dana Lash Show. Huh. She cute? <laughs> yeah. Her husband blows me away. I she he just does not look like the type of person that she would marry. Let's just put it that way. Seriously? Actually, Jay, you probably could you could probably score because when you did your whole thing with the mustache and you had like the wax and everything, that oh, he yeah. waxes his mustache all the time. It's a pain in the ass because like you have to check it all the time. I actually quit using wax and just started using that like got to be glued um, hair glue mm -hmm. that people use for like mohawks and stuff. I just ended up using that on my mustache and it worked better. The wax was weird. It just, it didn't hold super good. Hmm. Can't you, I can, you can just smell can, it all day, can't you? It smells really good, at least the stuff that oh. I had. Not not the gel, but like the mustache wax. I don't know. I'd hate, I'd hate even just being able to smell it. That would just bother me. I was eating pizza for dinner tonight, and I like was eating the corners of my mustache. Like it's, I'm almost over having facial hair again. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. It's nice. It's such a commitment. I got sick of my hair though, and I chopped it all off. I saw that. I. I almost was going to comment, this looks like the scene from American Pie. Just don't go flap your towel out the window. <laughs> no, it was down to my shoulders, and I finally just chopped it all off. So just, I don't know, like I wash it, and it just looks ridiculous. And so I just have to like let it get kind of naturally a little bit greasy for it to just calm the hell down and look normal and straight. And I just, I don't know, I felt dirty and homeless. So. Dirty and homeless. I did. I looked like a homeless person. So now show, so why haven't you presented your new picture update? I don't know, just because I wear a hat all the time. doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. The beard might go soon, though. Mostly because I have two big, ridiculous, gray skunk stripes that go down either side of my chin. It looks weird. Gotcha. Boy, there's a lot of bootleg RC t-shirts floating around out there. Are there? Yeah. there's. I've seen them in the Element pages. I've seen many Traxxas ones, and now I just saw an Axial one. Interesting. Wouldn't have guessed. Thought the market would be too small for that. Then again, I, know, I don't right? know. There's you see every once in a while someone's posting on the uh the element uh page every once in a while where there'll be like, you know, some guy posting in like really terrible grammar English about, you know, he wants a free shirt and a bunch of people get on there and say yeah, and they post up just the photos from the AE website. Yeah. And then they just <laughs> give him some shady link. I think that's what it was with the element one that I remember. Brad put a stop to that pretty quick too. That was awesome. Yeah. He put the hammer down on them. Like that's so ballsy to like hop on a page that they're mod they moderate yeah. and be like, Hey, buy these knockoff shirts. Oh, they don't care. 
I always just report them if I see them. Just make it easy before someone wastes their money on something they're never going to get. They'll they'll get a toothbrush eventually. <laughs> yeah, did we have anything else? We're about an hour 15 in. Is it God? It feels like forever tonight. I know. Felt a lot longer. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we're waiting for the blow off valve. <laughs> the buzzer. <laughs> the buzzer. <laughs> Signal that the game's over. <laughs> I only have a roll of paper towels by me. I don't think that my tender nose can handle a paper towel. <laughs> Your tender nose? Oh, dude, my nose gets raw because I blow it all the time. I'm always congested. That's like, kind of amazing. Always. We've had like almost 80 episodes and only one of them have had it on air. Yeah, I'm a tease. I know everybody wants to hear it, but no. Actually, they don't. It's super weird if you do. (laughs) Whoa, dude. Twin Cities mini tank driving. Only a minimum of four people need to reserve your time driving the mini tanks. Great fun. Location, 835 Country Road E. Go figure. Hudson, West, Hudson, Wisconsin, uh, 54016. Make a reservation at least 24 hours in advance. Cost $40 a person for 30 minutes of trail driving. Hey, how at, much How much per person? 40 bucks for half hour. Oh, hell, hell no. Add 20 for a battle with 500 paintballs. 20 for a battle. That's zero explosions. Dude, they're little mini tanks, and like it's a fiberglass top that looks like a tank. Like you're, like it kind of lifts up like a funny car, I guess. Like the body of the tank yeah. does, and you're sitting in between the. Wow, that is incredible. I want I one. Know. I don't know if that would be more fun than than worth the like extra expense on top of carding. I don't know. Yeah, Travis is carding guy lately. Yeah, that's did true. You, a lot did of you go, uh, Did I, you go when you left here the other day? The other no, no, I didn't. I went Sunday. Oh, um, I only went. How was the fast carts? I haven't, I haven't been on there yet because I haven't gone during the week. The, oh. uh, no, I've been waiting to go on a weekday, but I yesterday was like the first day in a while where I felt good enough after work that I just wanted to come home and be productive, and then tonight I was recording, so. And then tomorrow I'm busy too. So I don't know. I might try and get there like early Friday and see if I can get a run in on one, but I haven't, the, the weekends are just too busy. So yeah, no, I, if a lot has happened since the last two episodes uh, or the last episode, cause it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. We, I'd been, I think I've gone, we have a local cart place like 15 minutes from me. And so I've probably gone to that six or seven times and we got EPX back in and shipped those started a whole other business it's been busy it's been really busy you, you should join the snohomish county sheriff's office they're looking for entry-level corrections deputies <laughs> yeah you know max max and i talk about that a lot and dude salary 61 to 82 yeah god damn you do well as a as law enforcement up here as a city cop that would be so great but dude being corrections would suck so yeah bad. corrections corrections deputies are are 
very unhappy people for a lot of good reason. Stinky, dirty people. I don't know if 80 grand would make that worth it or not. Stinky, yeah, for a lot of them, people. it's not. The Max describes them as miserable. But, yeah, I mean, I you do well, though. It's just in general here, like, a, as a city cop, you, like, start out around 80K. It's pretty crazy. God, that's a good career. Yeah. Yeah, the, the county ones get, get paid the least easily. Beats the hell out of RC. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah. Dude, you should... You know how we were talking about Kyosho the other day, how they just have the most ridiculously scale-looking bodies lately for touring yeah. cars, of all things? Yeah. They've got a couple of the new uh, Dodge Challenger um, SRTs that are... One's green and one is like a gray, and they're mini Z's. They look incredible. Interesting. I just I don't get Kyosho, dude. Like they have the whole scale thing just nailed down. Like some of the best looking scale car bodies I've ever seen. But like, if they got into the crawler game, they would do really well with these bodies. But I just don't understand it. It's How can there be? Like, how can touring cars be that worth it? I don't know. I mean, they. I mean, Mini Z like, alone, they probably make more money in than uh, than they that, would in crawling. That's probably a lot bigger than I realize. Oh, it is. Same thing with Tamaya. That's why Tamaya got out of racing. Everything else was just so much more. Dude, why doesn't Tamaya use Allens? Why are they like still hanging on to? They Phillips might Head? now. I don't think they do. Really? I st- I still think that they're doing. I don't know. Phillips heads. I mean, it's been a long time since I've touched one, I guess, so I don't know. Hmm. Crazy. I still crack up to think my first axial rig um, had both on it. Really? Oh, that's right. They did. The real early ones. Mm-hmm. I forgot because I bought a uh, chassis rail set one time or a chassis set. It came with like a skid and all the plastic stuff. Mm-hmm. No links or anything, but yeah, it came with Phillips heads. I forgot all about that. That's like dingo territory, like pre-dingo. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wow. Trav had a dingo. That was his first scaler. I did. I liked it. It was cool. Yeah, that that thing was a monster with that short wheelbase. It did really well at the yeah. places it was all at. It was actually pretty dialed, yeah. Yeah, it was a cool truck. Well, should we get going? Yeah, I Only think so. All right. I don't have, I don't <laughs> have one. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Listening to us ramble. Yeah. Yep. Later. <laughs> Later. You guys have a good night. Later. Later. Later.